you are a grown human being. But just look at yourself. Look what you've become. You're addicted. It started when you were young, just a little bit here and there. And over time, you can't get enough of video games. Welcome to One More Game. They keep making them, and we keep playing them. And everyone around us will keep nagging. Boy, you guys sure do complain a lot. If it's video game news, reviews, and commentary, we're talking about it. So when your life doesn't allow you to spend time playing games, we've got you covered. This is the One More Game Podcast. And now your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. Welcome, gamers. Ladies and gentlemen, One More Game Podcast, Episode 7. Today is 3 April 2022. I am your host, The Stroke, here with my good buddy, Swift Mita. Swift, how's it going? Uh, it's, it's going good, you know. Uh, sad about the Duke loss last night. Yeah. Um, obviously, everybody knows that's uh, a frequent viewer slash slash listener uh youtube fan uh they played it was a good game uh it was actually fun because i was in vegas so got to watch yeah. it on the the you know 60 foot screen at the circa sports book um, yeah yeah um and there was a lot of a lot of unc fans around much more than duke fans i was kind of alone on an island uh but i made some friends you know a lot of yeah. cheering it was it was good they they had they had their run and it was it was fun. Yeah, it was a when it comes to like actual entertainment value, like that was one of the better games I've seen in a long time. And that was cool to yeah, see. Yeah, for sure. Especially since the first one, Kansas won by like fifteen right. points and yeah. everyone was kinda of bored. Yeah. So what we'll do today just to uh, you know, kinda make this a little easier on you, we'll uh, we'll pretend we're in an alternate reality, multiverse, if you will. Duke win right. won. Duke won everything. Uh all video Love games that. are all video games are released on time and complete with no issues. Gas is cheap again, and Russia doesn't suck. And that's kind of the uh, world we'll live in, for, just for tonight. Uh, yeah, so, that sounds great to me. Cool. So that being said, while we're uh, living on a cloud, what, did you make any money in Vegas while you were there? Yeah, I did that. We, so we were there for uh, Taze and I's good. We were, we were there for a bachelor party for one of our buddies. Um, and we, uh, the first night was a little rough as far as gambling at the tables. Yeah. Uh, but after, after the Duke game, I basically had no feelings anymore. <laughs> um, Can't so feel we went to the, uh, yeah, so we went to the roulette table, won some money there. And then dude, I, I tell you what, we went to, uh, the four Queens on Fremont street. Yeah. And uh, I was down pretty bad. I, I had taken out $200. I was down, uh, getting close to calling it a night. And uh, then I got the dice. And I, no kidding, rolled, like, not exaggerating, for an hour and a half without rolling a seven with the button on. Wow. Um, we, we won a lot of money. Our good buddy Polo was there. Uh, standing right across the table from me, he won five hundred dollars in thirty minutes off of my rolls. Holy and then bounced. Nice. Yeah. So uh, we we came out on top. Uh, it was good. I've never been on a heater like that in Vegas before, and I've been to Vegas way too many times. 
Yeah, true, true. Uh, Been there so, with you probably five times. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it was a it was a good feeling. Nice, dude. Very nice. Well, yeah. yeah the beauty of yeah, Vegas yeah. is it pays for itself when you go. So uh, that's right. That's how that works. And dude, dude, we made we made money and had fun. But re- but really, it's it's all about the you know the experience of being yeah, at the table. Yeah. No mat, no masks anymore. There's no dividers in between people. So you just you really get to converse and you know, hang out with, with people, oh, which cool. is fun. So yeah, COVID Vegas definitely sucked. Yeah, it was brutal. Yeah. It was really bad. All right, guys. Well, we are One More Game Podcast, the viral podcast taking the very specific <laughs> category of gaming podcast by storm. And uh, if you're one of the One More Game loyalists in the chat, welcome. We're happy to have you. And if you're listening for the first time, definitely uh, glad you're here and we are excited to talk to you about all things gaming. So yeah. with that being said, dude, we will get into the news for the week. All right, man. The biggest news this week comes out of PlayStation. So PlayStation is announcing their competitor, I guess you want to call it, to uh, Xbox Game Pass. It's going to be called PlayStation Plus. Um, and then there's going to be essentially three tiers that come out in June. You can pay anywhere from $9.99 to $17.99, and that gives you different uh, levels of access to things. So uh, the way that I'll just break it down quickly is uh, if you buy the PlayStation Plus Essential package, uh, which is $9.99 a month, then or you can pay it yearly, blah, blah, blah. You know how all that works. Um, essentially, you'll get two monthly downloadable games a month discounts and then cloud storage for all your saves and online multiplayer access so just like playstation had before so basically it gives you two free games to download and it lets you play online uh overall okay if you want to bump it up from there you can get the same stuff and for 14.99 you get a catalog of up to 400 of the most enjoyable playstation 4 and 5 games um, but they have come out and said that this will not include their AAA first uh, party releases day one, kind of like the new God of War won't be day one released. Um, so definitely a little bit different than Xbox. And then if you want to pay the full gamut, so $17.99 a month, you'll get all of that. Plus, they've got 340 additional PlayStation 3 games that you can stream on cloud. Uh, and then some other games that you can download or stream from PlayStation, PlayStation 2, and PSP. So a lot of games that you can get access to, but none of that will, unlike Game Pass, you won't be able to like actually download it onto your PlayStation. It'll all just stream from the cloud. So, dude, what are your thoughts? Do you think this is like, are they trying to compete? Is this something totally different? What are your thoughts? Now, we talked about this last week, but now that you see kind of what the pay model looks like and, and all that, what are you, what are you thinking? Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think it's, it's cool. Um, good for PlayStation for doing something like this. Uh, I know the nine ninety nine one is basically what you get right now, right, right. for PS Plus or whatever they call it. Um, uh, so that's good that they're not changing it. I don't know how much it is now. If you don't pay for it, then that's kind of that's kind of brutal, right? Yeah. And now all of a sudden you have to pay ten ten dollars a month. Um, but overall, I think it's I think it's cool. I'm I I don't you confuse me there 
for a second when you said the middle tier you can download their most enjoyable games is that like how how are we gauging that are we right uh, imdb rating or it has a asterisk next to it let me let me scroll down uh local pricing may vary playstation plus catalogs may vary by market and tier and they may change over time so just like game pass games come on and games come off uh yeah so how are they how are they gauging most enjoyable it doesn't say so that's kind of a okay all right well I guess if you're a PlayStation user, you just have to enjoy what the PlayStation execs enjoy. And yeah, then you, you get those games. You will like those games and you will not have anything yeah. to say about it. So whether, shut up. whether, yeah, exactly. Um, so that's, I mean, that's a little interesting. I don't know how they, how they are uh, doing that, but um, I think it's pretty cool. The, the article that I read was, had um, basically, like you said, the the top tier price which is 18.99 and that's i mean that's a lot for a month right yeah I and mean, that's more than a wow a wow subscription yeah i mean that's uh, netflix so, level payment yeah. right yeah i i don't i think that's more expensive than netflix but i haven't yeah. checked my uh my bill recently um <laughs> but i i think i think it's cool that they're doing the whole like yeah you get access to previous ps games like that yeah. like that's pretty cool you know um it's it's kind of like and we talked about the switch you know a few weeks ago or whenever it was um but they're doing the same thing with their nintendo uh, dlc basically or you can go back and play the original zelda the first zelda ever played right um, yeah so i think that's cool we'll we'll see how people feel about it i don't know we i feel like we have a couple uh ps players in our close group of gamer friends that maybe can add some light to this throughout the throughout the transition but we'll see yeah i agree dude i think for me if i had a playstation i don't think uh the 340 old school games would be enough to make me want to pay you know five dollars more or i guess it's only three dollars more a month but yeah, the, yeah, but uh, you know, if you have some nostalgia attached to them, yeah, right, true. you just want to play through again. Maybe for a month, you know, you pay pay the extra three dollars a month or for one month, yeah, and then play through the game, and you're like, yeah, okay, that was awesome, and then you go back to whatever. You know? Yeah, that's that's cool. Uh, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna prove. Remember when I told you that the Crash Bandicoot remake was way harder than the old games? I'm gonna go. Yeah. play I'm gonna go play the old ones and prove that they did something weird. promise (laughs) yeah so i forgot to mention this but this might be a game changer for me i might this might get me to try this out but they have said that you will be able to use this on pc through cloud streaming so now someone who doesn't have a playstation technically could have access to the playstation library which is huge because there are some really good games that we talked about last week or the week before that are playstation exclusive Right. I think I told you if they made this available on PC where I could play it like on that backbone or whatever or on my computer. Yeah, I might try it. And and that might be something that happens because I've never got to play Last of Us, the Horizon games. Um, so, yeah, that could yeah. be a game changer. But overall, I think it doesn't seem like they're directly trying to compete with Game Pass. They're just kind of offering an alternative thing. 
uh, and they're banking on like people loving their exclusives and that probably worked for them. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I, I mean, we're going to figure it out when it, when it launches for real. Um, also pickle Matt life hack. You can buy PS right now for $70. It'll auto upgrade to the $120 version when it comes out. So half off basically. So oh, PlayStation uh, now get in there. Yeah, there you go. You heard it from us. And by us, I mean, yeah. one of our listeners. Yeah. Cool. All right, man, we will move on to the next topic. So just announced in a very apologetic manner, uh, the uh, one of the producers of I, I won't even try to butcher his name, but uh, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 has basically apologized that if you were expecting the game to come out this year, that it's delayed until at least 2023. Uh, so no Zelda for this year. Uh, here's how I look at this. Every Zelda game that has come out in my lifetime has been delayed by a year every time it comes out. And it's usually because they're trying to put it on a new uh, console. So like when, uh, yeah. when what was it called? Uh, Twilight Princess was delayed by a huge amount of time because it was only supposed to be on GameCube. Well, it came out on the Wii and that's why it got delayed because they were trying to optimize it for that. And then same happened with Breath of the Wild. That was supposed to be a Wii U exclusive. And then the Switch was in the works, so they delayed that. So, you know, huh. expect, okay. expect delays. Yeah. But it's, it's very funny how these Japanese game developers are so, like, apologetic and humble when it comes to this type of stuff. They're like, please don't hate us, but this game that you have no control over when it comes out, it's not coming out, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I feel like that's just part of, you know, the culture culture there, right? Yeah, so, rather, rather than here, um, they just release a half-baked product and say, have fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, I think it's, it, I don't know, I, I didn't read that or hear that until now. So I think it's cool that, um, I don't know how it typically gets rolled out, but I think it's nice that they're at least being upfront and honest about it. Like, yep. Sorry, guys, we're behind. It's not going to work. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm actually happy that they're doing this. Like, I would much rather them polish the game up and make it as best as possible. I can wait. One yeah. Day. Yep. Cool. I know you and I talked about this game, but uh, have you gotten back into it since we talked about it? We both said we wanted to try and hop back into it, but we, neither of us beat it. But I think... That might be one of my goals before the next one comes out is at least finish the game. What game? Breath of the Wild. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, Still on the same topic. <laughs> no, I have, I have not. Dude, I, I... Honestly, I haven't turned my Switch on in a, an embarrassing amount of time. Yeah. Because I paid a, you know, a lot of money for it. So... Um, Get in there. I dude. don't know that I will ever be back into Zelda. Dude, there's a really good. So instead of playing Zelda and uh, poking my eyes out because I don't know the controls, I when I turn my Switch on, I typically just play a. Uh, it's like a food truck game where I just have to cook really fast, and that's it. <laughs> Makes it very. It's very straightforward. Nice, dude. So hibachi grill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi, man. 
Another quick uh, bit of news. I just thought this was funny based on your and I experience yours and my experience with this game recently. But uh, a Twitch streamer has beat uh, Elden Ring without taking any damage at all, which to me seems ungodly impossible. So yeah, I don't know how that works. Yeah, you can watch it uh, on stream, but basically, he said it took him about 130 hours of play, practice, and runs to get to that point. So he's dedicated 130 hours. 130 hours. Okay. And this is a kind of streamer who's known for you know speed runs and no damage runs and these kind of games. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you know, if you uh, if you want to see how it's done, go watch this dude. Uh, no, take no damage in one of the hardest games I've ever played, <laughs> and we'll talk about it. But yeah, I, I, I that that literally seems impossible to me. Yeah, to me, I would if I were to make a stream with the same type of title, it'd be no damage from the very first bad guy because I can't even kill one thing without taking damage. Yeah, but you know. Yeah, I literally tried to kill in, you know, in the game where you're like kind of adventuring and you decide instead of going with the storyline, you're just going to wander around the cliffs and oh, yeah. kill eagles or some other animal. I, t- I took damage from an eagle and they're, they're not even aggressive. Yeah, they don't they're attack just you. They're fluttering away. It, it hit me. <laughs> It was I like, I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> well, just just watch this stream and you'll know how to do it. Yeah, <laughs> got to get the hot, hot takes. Nice, dude. Uh, cool. Other than that, not a whole lot of news to get to get into. Really, the big one is the PlayStation Plus, and that's coming out in June. So uh, stand by for that. I might I might dabble into that and get you guys some more uh, more talking points about PlayStation games if I can play them on uh, my PC. But other than that, any uh, I know there was some a good bit of funny news articles that came out a couple days ago for April Fools. Any uh, any ones that you saw that made you chuckle? I I hate April Fools. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like the why why do we do that? I don't know. Um, but Maybe. yeah, well, you're on our Discord, obviously, and uh. One of our buddies said Verdance is back, and I was like, "We were on the way to Vegas." Like, I was in the car and read that, and I was like, just, "Wait, what? You just is it actually?" And he immediately, he immediately owned up. He's like, "No, <laughs> it's not. It's it's April 1st. And I was like, "Yeah, this is why I hate this day." Yeah, there was some uh, there was some good ones. There was a uh, a Razor always comes out with some high quality, like good spoofs. Uh, let's see if I can pull yeah. up some images of what they released. But uh, it was pretty funny. They, you know, made the whole metaverse joke with uh, the full body, full contact, ready player one suit and made it look real legit. And they always they always spend a good amount of time making. Uh, yeah, I don't see I can't find it, but I thought no, it was I didn't good. see that. Yeah, they ma- that sounds good. You know how they do it. Razor chroma enabled and full. Yeah, d- yeah. Damage and blah, blah, blah. It was really funny. Yeah, nice. Uh, oh, I guess there is a, a bit of news that I just forgot about that we didn't mention, but E3 2022 canceled uh, just for 
you canceled, dude. Everything's canceled. No, no more fun. So, nope. Which kind of sucks because I like. Was it because is it because of COVID or what? Yeah, generally COVID. Like they said, they would be fine with having the event, but they haven't had enough time to basically get it set up and planned. And a lot of a lot of game companies are just having their own like announcement uh, shows. So there's not enough content for them to produce a full show. And then, of course, COVID. That's weird. Yeah. It's weird to me that there wasn't enough time to plan it because we were literally stuck in our houses for a year. Right. Like somebody could have planned it. So I don't know. Yeah. Not judging, obviously. Yeah. So it's just, it's kind of, it's kind of moving that way, dude. I hope it, I hope it goes back the other way, but um, it would be cool if everything didn't get canceled because we're not supposed to gather anymore. Um, but which is so absurd like COVID's over let's yeah. all admit that it's over move on yeah, yeah i think i would i would not be surprised if Sorry, E3 never comes back yeah but we'll see i don't know i didn't i didn't mean to offend anybody if you're you know suffering from COVID. but it's it's not like come on we're past we're past the brunt of it yeah hopefully it stays that way Cool, man. That is the news for the week. You got anything else you wanted to bring up? Uh, No. Cool. Let's get into our games radar for this month. All right, guys. I'm not going to lie to you. It's going to be a little rough for the next two months if you're looking forward to new big releases because there are not a whole lot of them. Uh, The two that I found that you might care about is... The Lego Star Wars, uh, Lego Star Wars Saga is essentially a, you know, the Lego games, how they kind of piggyback off of the movies and make a, uh, a parody out of it. And have you ever played any of the Lego games? I had, I never have. No. Yeah. They're kind of funny. There, there's a good bit of humor in there. Just like the movie, the Lego movie. I've seen the, I've seen the movies and they, yeah. they're entertaining for sure. Yeah, it'll take a lot of the Star Wars tropes and make a joke about them. And uh, it actually looks pretty cool overall. Uh, but that'll come out yeah. April 5th, which is in a couple days, along with uh, yep. MLB The Show for this year, 2022, with uh, Shohei Otani on the cover. And those are okay. basically all you have coming out this week that uh, I kind of didn't see anything else I thought anyone would be interested in. Uh, and then the rest of April is going to be pretty rough unless you're into some real uh, indie type stuff. But the Nintendo Switch Sports game comes out on April 29th, which might be a good time, especially with a family uh, get together. But yeah, anything else on the on your horizon, games wise, life wise? No, dude, I have too many games to play already. I I can't add another one. Yeah, I'm kind of actually excited that not more games aren't coming out because it gives me time to kind of play the games that i've uh wanted to yeah cool gotta get gotta get that grind in on all the games Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right so up on uh one more game podcast radar i got a cool little uh possible treat in the works on our radar so I'm working with uh, some people over at, I don't if anyone has been to the Dallas-Fort Worth area, there's an Arlington Esports Stadium. 
where they run uh, esports events. They used to do Overwatch League there. They don't do that anymore, but uh, they run kind of Warzone tournaments and all kinds of stuff nowadays. But uh, working with them with a possible uh, live stream from there with one more game and uh, coming to you from the stage of uh, Arlington Esports stadium so stay tuned for that we'll get you news uh, out on twitter at uh, omg underscore podcast gg uh with uh, news on that what are your what are your thoughts you ready for uh, the big time the big show oh dude i'm so ready yeah um yeah i actually don't know um it's nice to sit in my uh, secluded office and talk about video games i think i uh, <laughs> would probably choke if i was in front of any more than one person yeah, but we'll, we'll figure it out, you know, nothing a little liquid courage can't solve. All right, that's true. That's true. <laughs> cool, man. I'm looking forward to that. I'll let you know if anything pans out from that. And, uh, you know, as we start growing, because you guys are so awesome and uh, send us emails all the time and, and hitting us up on social media and, and things start kind of rolling, we will, I promise you that we won't forget about you guys and leave you in the dust and start you know, making this a, a thing where you got to pay to listen and blah, blah, blah. We'll remember where, you, where no, we came from. No. Uh, but uh, yeah. yeah, maybe big things on the horizon. So we'll see. Can't, can't wait. Cool. All right, dude, you good with news and radar? You want to you wanna get into the nitty gritty? Let's do it. Let's do this. All right. So this week, our major topic is going to be our first kind of a little bit more serious topic, but we'll, we'll try to keep it lighthearted uh, and uh, not shed any tears out here. But uh, we're going to talk to you guys today. Yeah, about, I don't like getting serious. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. Um, but we'll, we'll bring it down a notch maybe and uh, talk about whether or not gaming is an addiction. And uh, if so, is it dangerous or should you even care? Uh, so let's get into it. All right, so anyone who is a longtime gamer, right, uh, they're going to have people talk to them about how much they play video games, right? Especially as you start becoming an adult. It kind of led me to the, uh, the thought process of, of thinking about, like, at some point you have to ask yourself, is this something that I should keep doing at this level? Uh, so it kind of just brought up the question in my mind, is gaming an addiction or is it kind of more of a hobby and and what is where's the line with that have you ever thought about this topic before oh yeah yeah dude when i when i used to play wow i I was and you know people would say it to me like dude i think you're you're addicted to video games and i was like well i'm not addicted to them i just need them you know it's different (laughs) right (laughs) Uh, i can quit whenever i want Uh, yeah exactly also i I feel like i should apologize to people uh my voice is like very hoarse because i was uh yelling in vegas all weekend so uh sorry if i sound a little bit different or hoarse yeah he's uh he's running on fumes but he's so dedicated to you guys that he's here uh, we're gonna get through it battling through so uh cool Yeah, I just drank a uh, double espresso at 8 o'clock at night, so let's go. That sounds horrible. <laughs> All right, so let's just get into like a general discussion about addiction. I found a, a decent one uh, online, but 
Let's, I'll just read it out. So addiction is when one feels so compelled to do something or consume something that they will do that thing or consume that thing despite negative consequences one way or the other. Uh, and I, I kind of broke it down into like physical addiction where like your body is chemically addicted to something, um, which we see all uh. the time in the world, right? And then there's like a psychological addiction where something is so ingrained in, in your habit patterns that uh, you feel like you need to do it no matter what. Yeah. Cool. So with that being said, did you think gaming can fall into that category sometimes? Um, I, th- I think it can. Absolutely. Right. When you sit in front of a computer for 12 hours a day, and I'm not saying anybody like everybody that sits in front of a computer for 12 hours a day is addicted to gaming. But I right. think like some people are some people are predisposed to addiction, right? Right. So um, if that said person gets into gaming and that's all they want to do in their life, then absolutely it can be, you know, defined as addicting or addiction. Right. Yeah, I agree, dude. And and kind of by oh, uh, Pitwob in the chat says he is addicted to one more game podcast. So, yep, keep it going. Get Love those that. get those dopamine hits one uh, episode at a time. But uh, yeah. yeah, kind of by definition, right? The way you design a game, if you think about the earliest games, it's designed for you to repeat an activity, whether that changes a little bit or not over time, like levels. You have to build a game yeah. with what's what's called a gameplay loop. So it has to be something that you get someone wanting to do repeatedly over and over and over again, right? Uh, so kind of just very basically, I think gaming in general is designed to be addictive, uh, not necessarily an addiction, but so you got to remember you're, you're immediately working on that premise of like, I'm doing this activity that was designed to be repeatable over and over and over. Yeah, I mean, South Park does the, the World of Warcraft episode back in the day. One right. of my favorite episodes of all time. I mean, it's hilarious, but it's it literally talks about like the the kids in the show being addicted to World of Warcraft because it is addicting, right? And the most recent thing that I can think of as far as that loop that you're talking about is in Lost Ark. When you hit the end game, yeah, you you have to do these raids and all this other stuff like to gain materials so you can hone your gear to do more things right and it's it's just like back and forth so you raid then you hone then you raid then you hone and you can't do one without the other and so it just keeps you in the game right um so yeah i mean it it, they are they're built to keep you engaged so that you and for lost ark it's a little bit, bit different because you're not paying for it but they're still getting you know all the the money for it because of views and plays and all the things but um it, they they are built to keep you totally engaged so that you don't want to go walk the dog because i find myself that <laughs> in that scenario like four times a week why have you shat on the floor because i've been staring yeah. at this screen for eight hours <laughs> shame, shame on you, you bad dog for pooping on my floor <laughs> despite me not taking you out for 12 hours yeah, imagine it from his perspective or the dog's perspective. Pays, yeah. Uh, she's looking up at you like, "Why is he staring at that bright light for eight hours?" I know, right? Can you imagine? Yeah, like what is happening up there? 
Yeah, I kind of agree, dude. I think uh, Lost Ark is like a master's class in this type of design philosophy because at its very it core, is. like the actual button pressing is so such a fun game loop, like the order that you can press them in and how things... I mean, you're doing the same thing 10,000 times, right? But it's very satisfying. It's like designed to give oh, you yeah. that, like, oh, this is cool. I'm going to do that again in different situations. Uh, so these Especially days, because all the moves... Sorry, no, uh, especially because like all the moves for all the characters are designed to look really good, right? right? So you see something and you kill, you know, 10 enemies in a single swing for like, for instance, I'm, in, I'm a berserker. So I swing my big sword one time and kill 10 enemies. And you're just like, oh, yeah, that like that was satisfying. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm awesome forever. I'm, yeah. Yeah. It is such a they've done a masterwork on on making that a very enjoyable thing and then it kind of builds off of that oh, right yeah. right like okay the that actual button pressing loop is really fun okay now like the missions are kind of a loop that are kind of fun and like like just like you talked about honing dungeons raids honing dungeon raids that's kind of fun to start and then you start thinking about like what am I doing? I'm doing the same thing like destiny, right? You, they're called weekly quests and you just do the same thing every week to get better gear. But that, that gear reward is so such like your dopamine hit, right? That you're like, Oh, I'm going to do this every week. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, I don't know. There's so many, I think the, uh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> You go. We're in a game. We're in a okay, never ending I, loop. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about loops. Now we're in one. Um, dude, I think, yeah, like you said, it's, it's addicting just because there is so much stuff to, to do that. Like now you have to find the next thing. Right. And you talk about gear honing or raid honing, raid honing. So I was talking to a buddy, uh, Anthony, who is, uh, we were at his bachelor party this weekend. And so not only Lost Ark is developed to be like engaging, right? To get you to get you drawn into the, right. the story and then the gear because you have to get better gear to progress, right? At some point. Um, but I was talking to him and he said he just uh, got to tier two, which if you don't know anything about Lost Ark, there's gear to start it's all tier one right and then you hit a certain item level you move to a new continent then it's tier two there's tier three gear but you have to do all the same thing so like you hone and like develop your gear is basically a better way to say that instead of honing but you develop your gear all in tier one and you spend a lot of time and materials and most importantly time yeah. doing it and then you go to the next continent and now all of a sudden you're tier two and that tier two gear out levels all the time that you spent developing your tier one gear so then right. you just have to start the process over and then same thing with tier three you start over so it's like yeah i mean people call it a grind but at the same time <laughs> like it is if you if you're not careful it can be a detriment to your health and sanity because you're spending all day long doing this right it's it's no longer you're not playing because you want to you're playing because you kind of feel like you have to uh yeah and and there's so much competition in the games world these days that the way that they can compete with all these other games is to create that loop that makes it so you spend 
more time in their game. The more time you spend in their game, let's say for a free to play game, the more the more time that you might uh, you might happen to spend money because you're seeing cool stuff in there. Right. So. Right. It's just there's these strategies are required to keep you engaged in their game, just like you mentioned. So you you need to go in there with that understanding or otherwise you can find yourself in a dark place uh, with that. Especially with a game like Lost Ark where uh, free to play, right? But yeah. buy to win. Right. So if you're a competitive person, like I know we both are, like you might feel you're behind the power curve, but don't, like, don't spend the money. Don't right. waste your hard-earned dollars to get a skin or a sword that's better. Just if you're going to play the game, play the game. Take a break every once in a while, but um, don't don't spend your hard-earned dollars. Uh, like I say that, but I bought all the battle passes in COD, and you know, like there's there's all kinds of stuff that you can spend your money on. Uh, but I just recommend just just play the game, level yeah. up with your hours put into the game instead of your money that you have worked so hard to collect. Yeah, one of our uh, one of the guys in chat just brought up Adri said uh, li- limited time skins as long as you put in 40 hours a week grinding for it and you got two weeks to get it. Right. So it's like these games. create. Yeah. Not only is it addictive in their little loops, but then they're like, oh, you better hurry up or else you're not going to be able to get this falsely scarce item. Kind of crazy. Yeah. You're listening to the one more game podcast. Now, back to your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. All right, so that being said, we're both kind of in agreement that gaming can be very addictive and it's designed to be so. Yeah. Does that matter to you? Like, is that a bad thing? Like, Uh, can that be considered good in a sense? Like, the way I see it, I'd much rather be addicted to this activity than out drinking every night, you know, out drugging up and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I, think I know it's, that's, it's that's dramatic, right? but um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's it's a little bit it's not it's not different. Addiction is addiction, right? If you're addicted to a game, you sit in your house all day long and you play video games, and you don't socialize with people or whatever. Right, you can be addicted to drugs, alcohol, whatever. Um, I think that um, where I don't know, I, I think that where you ha- you have to kind of draw the line. And like I said, some people have a very addictive personality. I think I'm I'm very much in that boat where I have a, an addictive personality. So it's a it's a fine line with yeah. me um, where I spend my time. And I think getting married and uh, trying to start a family and all the things has helped with that. Because, dude, when I when I was, I think we talked about it. Um, we like in high school, I used to play WoW for hours and hours, and right. I would like I was on the basketball team, sure, right? So I would do that, but I like the whole time I was playing basketball, I was like, well. Uh yeah, this has been fun, but oh, you guys are gonna shoot shots after the game? No, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go home and play WoW. You know, so you just have to find um, the line where uh, it's not affecting your health or your your time. Right, time is a very valuable asset. 
in all of our lives. So right. don't, if you're enjoying the game, then play the game. Take time out of your day to go out and like Pickle Matt said, touch grass. It's like hang out with people, right? Yeah, um, he, he brought up that touch it, grass thing. And it made, it reminded me of, uh, I think it was HyperX. They made an April Fool's uh, thing where they released a keyboard that was covered in grass so that you could uh, say that you were touching grass. <laughs> yeah. So, there you go. There's another one. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, it's, it's, a, it's a fine line, right? And there, there are people who, like, uh, I think health, healthily addictive, addicted is absolutely a thing right yeah um i would say that i'm healthily addicted to video games uh my wife doesn't really like it because when i come from come home from work i say what's up we have dinner and then i'm up here gaming and she's hanging out so but you again like you gotta you gotta find time to spend with your family and friends yeah agreed and just just like all forms of addiction like when that starts negatively impacting your life, that's when you need to start uh, taking a good hard look at it. That being said, it'd probably be yeah. remiss, remiss not to uh, just let you guys know, like if you are struggling with anything like this, whether it's games or alcohol or whatever, uh, we're always here as a support group. But most importantly, the uh, SAMHSA National Helpline, everyone should know, is 1-800-662-4357. You can call anyone there at any time and talk about anything. Uh, if you got uh, problems so always uh you always have that resource or just be just be there for people when they need to talk about this type of stuff but uh i'm kind of of the opinion dude that and it's really cool i read a, i read this really cool article about this guy who uh basically gave his life story he was addicted to drugs like selling his body for for drugs and all that kind of craziness and uh he talked about discovering Final Fantasy fourteen and how it essentially saved his life because it got him addicted, but it got him away from all that crap. Uh, and there's a bunch of other streamers too who kind of uh, who kind of mentioned stuff like that, like how streaming kind of saved them or gaming in general. Uh, so yeah, it can it can be a good thing if you uh, if you treat it the right way. I agree, and like you said, it's be- it's better than. The alternative right you just told that story about the dude addicted to drugs like it's better than that yeah agreed yep all balancing all things in life is uh is the key and uh so cool all that being said maybe we'll get into some uh some personal type uh, examples of some stuff so uh swift has already kind of touched on world of warcraft being one of them but for me myself yeah uh for world of warcraft i guess while i was doing it i wouldn't have called myself addicted but then again, that's that's what addicts say, right? Like I'm not addicted. Uh, but I yeah. definitely felt like there was a certain amount of time that I was required to dedicate to it if I wanted to play it at a at a high level. Uh, so for sure, at one point in my life, I was avoiding like not avoiding, but like conveniently missing out on social events because I needed to, you know, raid and and wow. And and this the this day and age is kind of crazy because. A lot of our social interaction happens in gaming, like Discord and all that. Like, I get a lot of my friend time hanging out with you guys uh, online, right? So it used yeah, to be I, we were talking about that on the way back from Vegas because we were talking about college and stuff, and I was just like, 
Yeah, I think Craig might be the only guy that I like continuously talk to from college. Like Craig and I were were best friends in college. Um and I and then I realized like, well, I don't take the time to call him and he doesn't call me. Right. But we literally just play video games. So that's where we get our like friend time, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of weird because you used to associate like a gamer with being a recluse inside and not having friends. But these days you can be addicted yeah. to gaming and be hanging out with your friends virtually all day long. So yep. kind of crazy, but uh, cool. So yeah, that being said for world of Warcraft for me, I, there was, I definitely remember a time where I was like, I saw the game for what it was. And it, I was like, this game is just making me play. I'm not even having yeah. fun. Like I wouldn't even qualify what I'm doing as fun. I'm just doing it because I, I'm in that loop. Right. Um. So I, I think that's kind of when you and I both stopped playing. We're like, dude, like when we were grinding for to be able to fly in uh, Battle for Azeroth. I was like, yeah. how much? How much did you grind today, dude? And you're like, oh, it's so terrible. I'm like, what are we doing? Uh, yeah. Why are we wasting our time playing this game? Yeah, because you literally you literally had to do dailies right every day for and it took it wasn't a short amount of time. No, it you had to like, do it for hours every single day. Uh, so at that point, we were both kind of like, yeah, no, let's let's not do this anymore. Agreed. Uh, Pickle Matt in chat says uh, he's comparing me to his dealer, says uh, the stroke is always pressuring me to get my light level up in destiny. I'm an enabler, yeah. I guess. <laughs> dude you gotta get it you gotta get that light level up you know yeah, yeah uh it's not a matter of if you want to it's we need you in the raid so you have commitments <laughs> yeah we need six come on <laughs> all right dude uh the other thing i was thinking about was there was one time where i was getting pretty serious into uh heroes of the storm like competitive play like i was in a league and we were in the playoffs and there was a big tournament and uh my wife, there was a big event at work, right? You guys were all there. It's like it's annual awards uh, ceremony that the Air Force does uh, at all bases. Yeah. And it's, a, it's a big party, right? It's in a hangar. There's, there's food and drinks and announcements. And it's like a big Nerf war kind of thing going on, you know? And uh, my wife was also in the Air Force. And she, I, I literally think she was winning an award that night. And I chose she to... was. I saw it. Yeah, she has a, it's a big trophy in our in our uh living room, but uh I literally chose to stay home. We got a babysitter for like the first time since Liam was born and I chose to stay home and play in that tournament in a in a stupid video game tournament rather than go and hang out with my friends and see my wife win an award and like have a good time and enjoy the time away from like always watching the kid. Uh and when she came home, I was just like, I just felt not good. And I think we lost too. So that didn't help. Uh, I, I just remember that, that moment in life we had, it was probably like the first time that Jen and I had a serious talk about like the amount of gaming that I was doing, but like the times that I was doing them at, she's like, dude, I don't see you at night. Like I go to bed alone, like what's you're missing stuff like this. And I had to take a good or hard look and be like, all right, this is not worth uh, 
the squeeze overall. So yeah, that's when I first noticed that gaming was having like negative uh, impacts on, on what was going on in my life. And, and I decided from that moment to not let that happen and not let myself be focused on the wrong things that weren't important. Uh, yeah. You, I think you probably, I think you called me and, and made fun of me that night <laughs> or maybe easy, but yeah, I, I, I'm sure one of us did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's tough because you feel like, I don't know. Yeah. You, you have obviously like we preached so far in the podcast, like family is the most important thing, right. In the entire world. So you have to support your family. Katie's made a, a dumb mistake, whatever, because he was probably feeling pressured from his teammates that were that wanted to win this tournament, right? right. So you you have to balance because these, these people, these people who you may or may not know, want to win just like the rest of us, right? I'm a very competitive person. I want to win at everything that I do. I won go karts so hard yesterday in Vegas. <laughs> I was rubbing it in everybody's faces, right? So we we want to win just in general. Um, and so I feel like most people are like that. Um, but you have you have to balance the people who who truly matter in your life, um, like your wife and your kids uh, versus your teammates saying, dude, come on. Right. We're close. We got to win this. Right. Yeah, I mean, I would say um, you're but, like a you're a great example with that because you're basically impervious to uh, peer pressure. I've noticed. So like, if, oh yeah, I don't I don't care about peer pressure at all. If we're bitching at you about staying on to finish the raid or whatever, you're like, peace, boys. I'm I'm done. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I definitely didn't feel like a good person after that one, um, but uh, it kind of opened my eyes. So that's that's all right. That's a good you, thing. Yeah. yeah, you make mistakes, right? Jen forgave you. You guys are still killing it. Yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, of winning and, and go-karts, uh, I would like to announce to the stream, I'm ashamed, but I lost my first Mario Kart race in my life today. Uh, got second place. Ooh. I had a buddy over, uh, an IRL friend that we made uh, through uh, Liam's Hockey League, and he came over with the kids. And Love we that. Were, kids wanted to play mario kart and uh he beat me on the third race of the cup and uh so yeah i'm done i'm go i'm retiring i've lost the edge the kid, the, the kid beat you or no no friend? no the friend did he's he's saucy in our, in, our, <laughs> okay. in our gaming in our gaming guild but yeah so got it okay i'm done dude hanging up the hat and uh that's yeah. right hang it up it was a glorious career. Cool, dude. Uh, you ever had, you got any like personal moments where you were like, dude, this is, uh, I need to take a look in the mirror and be like, is this, is this smart? What's up? No, well, I, well, I feel like the, I talked about wow. And I think I, I probably, um, missed a lot of parties in college because I was still, gaming underneath my bed because we had those high-rise beds that you just oh, yeah. fit the desk under and my roommates would just come back and be like dude you're such a nerd and i didn't care at that point but you know it probably would have been better to be out socializing but yeah i agree nothing crazy you know i was thinking about it like you're not going to be on your deathbed and go you know i wish i had played more video games 
it's kind of the, the same philosophy. Yeah, I, I wish I would have made that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wish I would have made that one raid right. back in the day. Uh, you will miss out on the things that you didn't do with the people that you care about. So, yeah. All right, man. Well, that kind of uh, brings us through our personal uh, experiences with uh, the dark side of gaming, if you will. Um, but let's just talk about some general, like we've we've alluded to some of them, but um, healthy balance strategies to to balance this because we've got a lot of experience balancing this uh, hobby, this passion with uh, life, right? Like you are an F-16 pilot. That's not a job that you can not stay up to date on like every day, right? Like you, you can kill yourself if you don't stay sharp. Um, so you've kind of had to deal with yeah. like how to manage how much time you're investing in, in gaming and family and, and work. So uh, let's just talk a little bit about our experiences with it. So I kind of... First step, if this is an important passion for you or hobby, build it into your schedule in a smart way so that you know how much time you're going to dedicate to it and then don't don't make it more than that, right? If you find yourself being compelled to do it more than that, that means that it's a problem. Uh, if you logically think about how much time you want to spend doing it and then you end up doing more than that, then that's probably a bad sign. Uh, what do you think? Do you... Have you have you tried to like? I know you you work a random schedule, so you kind of just play when you can. But I try to like tell my yeah. wife, "Hey, we're, we're going to stream here. I'd like to play games here." Blah blah. blah. No, I do I do the same thing, uh, and she gets it. She knows it's an important part of my life, which is why I, uh, you know, ringed her up. Yeah, get but, a ring um, on that. Yeah. Um. I think it's important, it, like, again, like you said, if it's, if it's important to you and uh, not necessarily need it, but if, if it's, like, a big part of your um, daily, I don't know, schedule, then make sure you have it allotted where you're not wasting time doing other stuff that you don't really care about. Um, right. for instance watching twitch or whatever like dude if you're gonna if you're gonna game then game right um if you have a built in the schedule shannon like shannon knows that for me um just to build on your point a little bit um for me when i get home from work like i can't just go well all right so we'll talk about it last week right flying nights i get home at 11 30 p.m right and for some people they can go straight to bed. Yeah. Right? They can just turn off the brain and go straight to bed. But that's not how I how my mind works. So I need time to decompress, whether it's watching TV or playing video games. Typically, it's playing video games. So when Shannon stays up and like says hi when I get home, we kiss. You know, I kiss the doggo like, hey, okay. I like get ready for bed, throw on shorts or whatever, and then she goes to bed and she's like, yeah, like go, go play video games. So I play for an hour or whatever it happens to be. Right. Yeah. Um, just to like get away from the work vibe and just calm down a little bit. And it's not like I'm stressed, super stressed at work, but I just needed, I just need a, some time to, to like not think. Right. Right. Like just and look, just, like, do something mindless for an hour. 
Yeah, exactly. And so that's how I work. And so she knows and she is very supportive as far as, yeah, like, babe, go, go play video games. I'm, I'm going to go to bed. I'll see you in the morning. And that's the end of it, which is nice. So um, always helpful, very helpful to have a supportive spouse. Uh, because if they're not supportive, uh, it's uh, you're going to have to give up one or the other. And I hope yeah. it's not uh, your spouse. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree, dude. Like my wife is a saint when it comes to this, because when I was really uh, starting to like delve deep into this, like PTSD stuff and, and having issues with flying and stuff, uh, we kind of yeah. realized that I was spending, I wasn't spending enough time like taking care of myself a little bit. And she's like, she literally came into me and was like, you need to game more. I was like, what? Cause I was just so used to like wanting to dedicate time to her. Right. And she's like, you need to spend more time yeah. like with your friends online. And, and because if, when you don't have that, you're not taking care of yourself like mentally, emotionally. Uh, for me, right. I've, def I've definitely noticed yeah, like just... if I go a long period of time with not, just getting that yeah it's just like a, a release from uh just normal everyday stuff and just let myself do something real that, life yeah. yeah uh an escape from that not saying like life sucks but i'm just saying it's my way of decompressing just like you mentioned uh and so when i don't yep. have that uh i kind of get crabby and she notices and so uh <laughs> just take care of yourself if, if this is uh it's something that was ingrained in me as from childhood dude like video games were an escape from things and and they've always brought me like happiness in that way so uh yeah just because you're doing it a lot and it and might have negative effects on some things in your life that doesn't mean just quit cold turkey because you you're going to find yourself in a equally dark place uh, and being unhappy cool yeah so yeah. get yourself get yourself a wife who understands uh your addiction just kidding seriously <laughs> all right my other uh other coping strategy or not healthy balance strategy that i'll bring up is just remember what you what you can miss in the real world so have have more fomo about real life than you do about gaming right so virtually there's nothing that you are doing in gaming whether the companies want you to know or not that you can't do later like you can always play later the game will be there Unless they pull the plug on the servers, right? So, yeah, it's not it's not going anywhere, right? We talked about it. You're not going to die wishing you had spent more time online. Yeah. Uh, so keep a healthy perspective there, and uh, I think that'll kind of be your general guide to to making good choices when it comes to gaming. Cool. This one I think is huge. And every time I have a buddy who tells me he's getting married, I always have this conversation with him. But I say, you need to make sure that there's like a mutual understanding that he or she knows how much you game. So Jen always tells a funny story. She's like, one night at pilot training, you guys, I think it was a naming or something. And you came home, three sheets to the wind. And we were still dating at the time. And she's like, and you, you grabbed me you grab me by the back of the neck and you're like, I have to tell you something. And she's like, Oh God, what is he going to admit to me? And I was like, I play a lot of video games <laughs> in my, in drunkenness. And she's like, yeah, I yeah. know. And I was like, no, I think you don't understand. I play a lot of video games. And she's like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so I just always want people to make sure that when they're building these relationships, they're going to be important for the rest of their life. Go in with that foundation that they understand you're on the same, like understanding of how important it is to you. And they, and they can share the same things that they, they care about too. Right. Um, so just so that they're not like blindsided. Right. Cause I've had friends who marry someone and they live together for the first time. And when the wife realizes how much time he or she wants to dedicate to gaming, it sometimes causes major issues if you're not on the same page. Right. Oh yeah. So I remember when you told, <laughs> when you told me that, uh, you yeah, told I, Shannon, you're like, just, just so you know what you're getting into. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's, it's all always super important to be straight up and honest about who you are as a person, um, with your potential very significant other. Right. Um, gaming is the same way. And just like, don't feel weird about being a nerd because being a nerd's the best thing ever. Yep. Um, but be honest about it because, because if you, I, I have exes who had no idea. And when we were together, I never played and I was yeah. miserable because I couldn't do it. Right. And Man, then you were, you were hiding it. Right. When I was away from them. Yeah, and when I was away from them, I would play video games a lot more and not respond to texts or anything and whatever. That doesn't matter at this point, but like it's it's obviously very important to just be just upfront. Yep, I play a lot of video games. You're either going to be okay with this or we're probably not going to work if it's a, you know, significant part of your life like it is for me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Just just make sure they know and and build it on trust and uh all that stuff you know like the priest is going to tell you when you get married or or rabbi yeah. or what have you cool <laughs> i think i think that one's huge if especially if you're settling down and all that kind of stuff yeah cool and then lastly oh. just kind of going off the cuff here um as you get older or life changes you need to understand that your your relationship with games whether that be what kind of games you play, how much time you spend doing it, it's going to alter and change, right? Like you became a pilot and your schedule is crazy, right? And so you can't just play at the same time every day. You're not going to make raid night that's scheduled and wow, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so how, like, can you give any specifics of like how your gaming life has changed since, since you moved in with Shannon? Um, I would I, like, honestly, I don't think it's like it's changed in the fact that I can't spend all day gaming on Saturday right. or Sunday, you know, um, overall it, it hasn't changed a ton for me because just like we talked about, she's very supportive about me, like doing the thing that I love doing, um, despite her qualms at some points, right. When she's trying to hang out, but I would say that. The thing that changed most for me is when I married her, it changed from me gaming to me, I don't know, not wasting time because I don't think of it as a waste of time, but it, it changed my perspective, I guess, is the best way to, to say it. Because like when Shannon is downstairs cooking and I'm up here gaming, I feel bad 
Like right. I, w- I want to hang out with her, right? Um, she's my wife. I, I love spending time with her, and I want to sit on the couch and watch dumb New Girl. Like we're, we're almost done with New Girl because she nice. she had, she had never seen it before. So you know it. So that's where where I'm just balancing time as far as like yeah I need to decompress and play video games because it's important to me, but I also want to spend time with her. Um, and I'll tell you, my previous exes, gaming was like an escape from them. Right. So this is a it's an it's a nice change, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like it's good that your <laughs> wife is someone that draws you away from your uh, hobbies, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, there's not there's not a worse feeling in the world where like you just got done playing games for a couple hours and you go out back to reality and like your wife just did something like uber responsible, like fold the laundry or something like that. You're like, oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. What have I done? It's it's a horrible feeling, right? Uh, Or when there has been and like, obviously, none of us are perfect, but there has been many of time or many times that I have been like, okay, babe, like, yep, we said hello, we had some dinner. All right, I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to play for an hour. And I come back and come back downstairs and she's sleeping on the couch. And I'm just like, man, I I just missed out on the whole evening where we could have hung out, you know, and not that she cares necessarily, but at the same time, like it, it affects you overall as far as where, where you're dedicating your time. Yeah. Agreed. That's good that, uh, you know, it's kind of reoriented your priorities and kind of what you, uh, Oh, absolutely. The way you interact with gaming, but, like you haven't abandoned it, right? Like this is still a passion for you. You're literally talking about video games on on a podcast. Yeah. So. No, I will never abandon, dude. I'm gonna be the guy when when Shannon locks me up because I'm senile <laughs> in a in and a home, and your neck's I'm all still, jacked up from flying fighter jets. <laughs> yeah, from flying fight fighters, and I can't move because my back's broken. You can uh, only move. I'm your still thumbs. gonna be the guy. <laughs> I'm still gonna be the guy telling the the nurse to plug in my you know switch into the TV so I can just move my thumbs as I play video games. Yeah, dude, I have a prediction that uh, retirement homes for our generation are gonna be crazy. Like you're gonna have land parties and it's oh yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, I I actually recommended uh, prior to going this weekend. <laughs> uh, Saul did not like it, but I was like, "Hey, should we all bring our laptops and set up a land party Hell during yeah. the bachelor party?" And he shot that down immediately. But I thought mm-hmm. it was a good. Idea. That's my idea of a bachelor party. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, man. I thought I would take the uh, the moment to talk about fatherhood and gaming. So yeah, please, because uh, we're we're trying to we're trying to start it. So yeah. please give me insight. I'll give you the uh, the pitfalls to watch out for. So yeah. Uh, not saying I perfected it. I'm sure my wife, I, she's working a, a schedule where she has to get up pretty early. And and so now if I choose to game at night, which is really like with the kids, the only time that it's feasible, uh, yeah. I'm essentially sacrificing like that wind down bedtime with her because she's right. got to go, go to bed early. Uh, yeah. So it's made me have to really contemplate whether or not it's worth it. Um, Cool, but fatherhood was like the biggest change in my life because not only was I immediately like infatuated with this little 
guy, right? Or or girl, it's both little of them. Not non-human. Right. I've never had something like draw my attention away from uh, the other things that I love so quickly as a child. Yeah. Um, but there's the 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 responsibility you now have does not invite playing games in a manner that you can't get up and walk away right like it's kind of coincided with that whole heroes of the storm tournament i was telling you about but like i learned during that period of time that i just couldn't play competitively like that because right it, jen needed help or the kids needed me like immediately right like i can't and yeah I and can't surprise be... surprise these days you can't pause the game because right. it's all online yeah we've been telling our parents that for years and they never understood but like now i understand the other way around yeah. I can't pause this, so maybe I shouldn't be playing this because if my kid starts choking and my team is yelling at me because I'm AFK, yeah, I understand what the priority is, but like it gets even harder than that when Right. So it's kind of drawn me into a closer relationship with like uh more low-key chill type games. So that's Liam is the reason I started playing Hearthstone a lot. Because it yeah. was a it was a game that I could like literally have him with me and like enjoy like wa- he's watching the pretty colors flash right like he's just a little drunk person uh, trying to hold his nugget up and infa- <laughs> infatuated with what's going on I get yeah. I got him early to uh, addicted to video games early don't worry folks that's right uh, parenting I, tips dude I also remember I also remember you guys when I would come over to your place he. he he would be playing. That was back in the time when we were playing WoW, and he was obsessed with like the dragons and dinosaurs and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. He wanted to see like, go look at that dinosaur in WoW. Yeah. Right? Like he yeah. Would just want me to walk up to the different mounts and whatnot. Uh, yeah. So it kind of changed my perspective of like what games I could play. And as they've gotten older, it's been a little bit easier to like. You know, when they're playing and stuff, I can log in and they can come down and look at what I'm doing. But it's also made me very mindful of like what they can see on the screen. Like, right. I don't play shooters when they're around. I don't like to anything scary or that could be conceived as like Destiny is not a game that you want to have your kids see because there's some creepy stuff in there. Elden Ring, like that stuff has to be all private, right? Yeah. Um, uh, not only that, but dude, you just lose, you lose a lot of time, not lose a lot of time, but your a lot of your time goes elsewhere when you have a kid, right? Like, right. Uh, it's just, it's hard. And I would say Jen and I are so good at everything in life. We, we never argue with each other about stupid stuff. The only major arguments we've had is when we're both just lack of sleep, tired, kids are keeping us up. And and you just you just lose a little bit of that uh, ability to to cope, and you get mad at each other. And yeah. Nowadays, it's just like, and and sometimes video games felt like it was kind of at like some of that tension because that was also taking up some of my time that she would like to have with me, right? Uh, yeah. So just like you, it just really changed my perspective on on what I was doing with my time and, and how little time I actually had. And, um. But it also has given me a whole new world of fun, right? So, like, when you have kids, this is what you get to realize when you have your first kid. 
you immediately now have a gaming partner for the rest of your life or their life. Oh, yeah. Like, playing fun games with him on the Switch has been so fun. Like, when we beat Mario Odyssey together, like, it was super cool just to see yeah, how, how much that's so cool he shares the passion you got to be healthy with it right because kids are moldable and um gotta watch that screen time you know yeah but uh yeah dude definitely gonna be a a game changer and i would say like the first year you're gonna have a lot less gaming because you, you're not gonna know what to do and oh yeah you're both oh, gonna... I'm, I'm very aware. Yeah. So I, you guys remember me being like, uh, I think there was like a six month hiatus where you guys didn't see me online. Like at all. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, dude, yeah. you're, you do exist. Oh, he's back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, same, same could be said for Unpickle Matt. We just started playing again with him and uh, I hadn't seen him online in long time. Long time. Uh, but you know well, that's a, he was in Japan. You know the internets are uh, actually better there. So yeah, they, I'm they don't have why don't, that wasn't they, happening. They don't have video games in Japan. Uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool, dude. Uh, so those are kind of healthy balance strategies for for gaming and from the addiction standpoint. Like if you think that it's a problem, um, just talk to someone about it and especially the people close to you in life and say, is this like affecting our relationship? Cause that would suck. Right. And, and it may be happening yeah. without you really realizing it. And dude, you can just fix it. Uh, no big deal. No harm done. Yeah. I think that's probably the biggest thing is you got to reach out to people around you that know you on a personal level to figure out if no kidding, it's affecting day-to-day life, you know, right. just like anything else. Right. We see, on TV shows and all kinds of stuff, interventions for drugs and alcohol and all, yeah. all the things. But like this, it could be the same. You're just not hurting your body necessarily. Right. As long it's, as you get up and move every once in a while, it's just your mental state and your relationships. It's much more insidious than other types of addiction, I would say. So we've kind of been circling around it. Like, is this an addiction or not? And I would, yeah. I think we can safely say yes. Um, but it's definitely, it's much more of a slow, insidious type thing than, say, obviously he's an alcoholic or obviously addicted to drugs. Yeah. Um, so just, just be careful and, and kind of, if, you're, if it's going to be a thing in your life, right, and you know, you know yourself enough to know that, like, you're not going to change, do something positive with it, right? Like, make a podcast, start making YouTube videos about your game, like, Maybe you can take that passion and it's kind of, you look at the title of our podcast, right? One more game. It's, it's based on the idea that like, I can't stop playing, right? Like one more game, mom, I swear, blah, blah, blah. Mom or our wives yelling yeah. at us yeah. to come down for dinner and we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah one yeah, more game. One more, one more. Um, but uh, dude, channel that into something that maybe will be a benefit to you someday or at least something that you could be proud of uh, with this. Yeah. So. Uh, likewise, if you are addicted to our podcast, uh, you can see down there, we are 23 followers short of being affiliate. We've nailed all the other metrics. So if you like what you see, like what you hear, go ahead and hit that uh, like button and subscribe and get notifications. Every time we go live Sunday nights at 9 PM, uh, you can also reach out to us, uh, for emails at OMG podcast gg at gmail.com and you guys can send us your thoughts what we're doing right what we're doing wrong things you'd like to hear questions you have or just a general 
chit chat and we'll get back to you. We started off super strong when it came to emails. We had like three emails on our first three episodes uh, or first four, I guess. Um, but then it's nothing, guys. Come on. Um, but no, just kidding. You don't owe us anything, but uh, we'd love to hear from you. And then uh, if you can't watch or uh, be on Twitch, we'd love to have you pick it up on uh, Apple uh, Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere else you find your uh, podcast. And if you definitely like what you hear or see, then uh, give us a five-star review. It really helps us out with just discoverability and, and sharing uh, around. But this is, this is kind of our passion project for this, for this uh, activity that we know is ingrained in us for Swift and I. Uh, and I'm glad you guys are here along the, uh, along the journey. Yeah. It's been fun so far and we're, uh, we're going to keep going. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. We're, uh, we're getting into a groove. <laughs> I got to tell you guys right before Swift and I were talking before the show went live, uh, I had like a major computer crash and it uninstalled all the, uh, all the software I need to make the sound work. So if it sounds, something sounds different, go ahead and let us know, uh, either on social media or email. Um, but yeah, we were, we were panicking that we were going to have to delay the show, but we got it worked out. We figured it out. Well, not we, he figured it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool, man. Any other uh, thoughts you had on, on addiction when it comes to gaming? Um, no, nothing. And I, I didn't see really much in chat as far as if people agree or disagree with our perspective. It sounds like, uh, people were kind of saying, yeah, I think you guys are uh, right in a sense. But like like Tay said, if you, if you guys are feeling a certain type of way and need some help, like reach out, uh, reach out to us or an addiction hotline. Um, if you think we uh, should address some more issues, then again, please reach out to us and, and we'll, uh, we'll address it. Yeah, if you guys, uh, if you like the more serious kind of conversation topics, you can let us know uh, on Twitter, OMG underscore podcast GG, and we can uh, definitely, you know, talk more, more uh, real life, hard hitting stuff. But, you know, try to keep it light, but talk about stuff that could actually be affecting a, a, a gamer in his everyday life. Yeah, or hers. Cool. Or her. Or whoever you might be. Whoever, yeah. Cool, dude. Well, now that we just talked about uh, gaming addiction, let's talk about the games that we played this week. I love that. <laughs> Maybe we should have put this in a different order, but who cares? <laughs> All right. So for me, dude, uh, I'll get into it to start. So Destiny, it's, uh, it continues to be my, uh, my main, my side piece, if you will. Uh, I'm light level 1559, almost maxed out. Uh, basically, the only thing I can do now to get my pinnacle rewards, aside from the weekly stuff, is to do raids. And I can't get enough of you on at the same time to do a raid. So I'm kind of uh, left to grind it slow. I, I've been doing a lot of like helping my low B friends out, get their level up and do missions and whatnot. But Yeah, dude, I, I wish I could have raided, but instead I was... Uh just living it up in las reg vegas regretting <laughs> regretting life in las vegas uh. so yeah uh, nana f16 said swift finally smiled tonight i know i'm i'm out of it a little bit 
it's been a long weekend so apologies if you're watching some guys can't handle vegas <laughs> yeah dude cool um yeah so if you uh, would like to raid with me uh, or uh, the rest of our guild hit us up uh on discord send me an email and i'll get you connected to our bonsai uh, gaming discord and we'll get you in the right spot cool my other uh game i spent some time on was lost ark so i got only two more levels not much else to say with what's going on i was talking to easy uh and it seems like he's kind of starting to realize like the time sink that is lost ark and how much that's what i was talking about earlier as far as like the honing and stuff it's it's crazy yeah uh (laughs) he's like dude i don't know if i can keep playing this because this is this is gonna be life yeah um, but we'll see i don't know I, it's fun uh to me it doesn't have its hooks in me quite like that like i like the i like the feel of the game and stuff but i'm not obviously not end game and not doing that kind of loop that you're talking about with the raids but uh yeah cool the other big one i want to talk about elden ring team i think we've had a breakthrough i beat my first two mini bosses and then I beat my first real boss, Mr. Pumpkinhead guy. I don't know what his name is. Angry Pumpkinhead or something. Um, but I think I figured out what I was doing wrong and we were, you and I were kind of talking about this, but yeah, these games require a very deliberate button pressing mindset, right? Like most other games you can play and like kind of mash buttons when you want to do something with like no consequence. In this game, if I want to roll or dodge immediately and I hit the button three times, it's going to do a couple of those uh, and probably get me hit. Uh, That's not how this game works. It's very methodical. Like, I need to dodge. Press the button once. I need to block. Press it at the right time. I need to watch how things go in this little cadence and then press the buttons at the correct time. Uh, And if you if you try to mash buttons, dude, it doesn't work. Uh, oh. So my Elden Ring tip, don't button mash. It doesn't work like that. Uh, cool. Did you, did you get any more Elden Ring in this week? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. We'll see what you have to say when, when you're up. Uh-huh. Okay. All right, dude. The Mario Kart maps are out for Mario Kart 8. Uh, they're like... They're like uh, sprinkle drip feeding them to you like a crackhead. So uh, you get two um, cups unlocked every few weeks. Uh, So I thought they were just going to release them all at once, but they've only released two so far. And there's going to be, I think, 12, something like that. Yeah, I guess I got to turn my switch back on and download those maps. But they're really cool. I love Mario Kart. Yeah, there's one in Paris. It looks like you got drive under the Eiffel Tower. There's there's a remake from N64 Chocolate Mountain. You remember the chocolate level where you could fall down and be like a whole lap behind? Oh yeah. Yeah, they remade that with the Gucci graphics and all that. So, dude, do you remember the Wario level where you could hop the wall and lap everybody? Yeah, favorite map ever. If you're a cheater like you. No, dude, that's not cheating. That's just exploiting. You know, it's oh, different. Okay. I guess everyone can do the same thing, so you're right. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Cool, so if you haven't checked that out, uh, get in there, check out some new maps. That game's five years old, and they're still making new content for it, which is pretty cool. That is cool. All right, and then uh, Tunic. I got into my first, what I would describe as like 
Elden Ring style boss fight. Let me see if we can get this video pulled up. But these games are working in. This is some other random streamer. I don't know. Probably have to uh, credit him, but uh, he's just fighting this boss, right? So I think this game was an Elden Ring are working with each other to like teach me how to play these type of games because it has oh. the same. It has the same type of like uh cadence right like dodge hit dodge hit watch out for massive attack watch what the boss is gonna do um i still have not beat this thing but uh i don't know i think this game is one really good if you haven't checked it out get on game pass and just play it on the cloud to see if you like it um but a lot of fun very very hard harder than i was ready for like i just wandered into this guy not really knowing yeah he just got wrecked Uh, oh yeah Anyways, love this game. I'm, I continue to play it on my phone with the backbone uh, and uh, can't say enough good things about it, but it's funny because I think Elden Ring and Tunic go hand in hand. Like play them at the same time and they'll help you uh, figure it out. Cool. That was my gaming week, dude. How about you? Um, so I played uh, Elden Ring. And I'm gonna be honest, it's uh I love it. It's yeah. so fun. It's cool. It's so fun to play. I again it I like I can't get over just the the visuals of it, the the fighting style. It's it's very different from what I'm used to, so I'm still getting into the swing of things. I think I've I've slowly started to figure out like the story and how everything works together. Um, I've leveled up a, a few times now. Um, I was playing um, like, I don't know, on Wednesday and doing just a random camp. Just a normal camp. Yeah. No bosses. No nothing. And I would kill all like the the peons yeah around the scrubs yeah and then i would get to like the not even a mini boss just just a normal guy with more health and get immediately murdered (laughs) so i I had to go back where you're talking about yeah so i had to go back for my runes multiple times and try to sneak into the camp i kept losing runes finally i was able to level up a little bit for uh dexterity i finally figured out where to put my skill points Oh, uh, I had, a, I, had a, I had a question for you. So, yeah. Yeah. Have you like looked up anything like how to do stuff or like what route to go or anything like that? Or are you just kind of doing all organic? No, I looked up um, how like w- how you level up because I couldn't quite understand it. Apparently, it's just purely based on runes, right? That you get from killing people. Yeah. Um, and like where where to put those points basically is what I've looked up. Okay, I haven't, so I haven't like how to build your done a deep. Yeah. I haven't done a deep dive into like the story or anything, but I'm starting to figure it out as far as like where to go and how to unlock the maps, right? You got to go to those little towers, right? So, um, I'm really, really enjoying it. I'm excited now that I'm back and I'm flying two times this week. Uh, so I think I'm going to have a little bit of time to get back into it, but it's, it's really fun. And, and I'm excited that I'm slowly 
very like when I say slowly, I mean very, very slowly starting to figure out this game. Yeah. But I'm I'm having a great time doing it. Nice. It's dude. very frustrating, just like just like I said initially. <laughs> I again I I met that dude who was not even a boss and died three times. And I was I almost put the controller down and was like, nope, I'm done. But I I got back up on the horse and and figured yeah. it out and <laughs> Just like you're talking about that pumpkin head boss guy. I think I died yeah. tw- 20 times and I was like, why do I keep trying this? Like, I'm very surprised that I'm still playing this. Uh, it's so fun. Yeah. Like, you I, can't stop once you st- like it's tough to start the game because you know what you're going into. Yeah. But once you start it, like you oh. can't turn it off. It's cool. Yeah. It's so fun. There was a couple um, I, times where he was like a sliver of health and I died and I'm like, no, <laughs> but the feeling of when you beat something is just like, I am. This is oh, dude, you feel, feel on top of the world. Yeah. Even if it's a, it's a, just a random dude, you feel so good. I got a question for you. Yeah. Have, have you opened any treasure chests that have transported you somewhere? No. Okay. I won't do too many spoilers as like location and whatnot, but something happens that has changed my understanding of how big this game is because it transports you to a place and you look at the map and you go, where's where I was? And you scroll and you go, oh my God. Can you hit that same treasure chest to get back or no? No, it goes and you try to fast travel and it goes, you can't fast travel until you find another, uh, whatever they're called, uh, site of grace. Grace. Yeah. And so, and there's tons of like, right. I've only seen like these mini knights and those little goblins in that cave at this point. And I find this treasure chest that transports me and I go, and there's like these crazy looking monsters and dudes with magic. And you're just like, what am I supposed to do? So you just kind of try to run out this cave and you're in a place. You have no idea where you are and everything looks terrifying. And you're like, mother of God. And you, so yeah. you get on your, you get on your horse and you're just like trying to find a, a grave site <laughs> or a, yeah. a, a grace site. Grace site. Yeah. yeah. Let me know when that happens to you. Like li- immediately text me and tell me how big the map is in your mind. I, yeah. I, I don't want that to ever happen to me. That yeah, sounds terrifying. It is. It was like the first <laughs> one of the first times I played a video game where I had like a sense of dread about like <laughs> yeah. not, ha- not having control of where I can go. Like, yeah, I'm like, where did you take me? Can I just surprise? Tra- can, can I just transport back? Oh no. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways, <laughs> go on. Yeah, but I'm I'm really enjoying Elden Ring. It's it's very fun. The guy that did it with no damage that doesn't make any sense to me. Um, because I die all the time. Yeah. Um, I think I'm at, I'm at 21 deaths overall right now. And I haven't, I've just been fighting like the normal dudes. Yeah. And I'm already at 21 deaths. So nice dude. You still, you still, uh, tracking the death counter. Oh yeah. I have it up every time I play. Nice. Yeah. I got to start streaming again and putting it on the, yeah, the screen. I'll, I'll check that out. Yeah. Um, the next game I played was, and I know I'm behind timeline here, but I started playing God of War, dude. And 
It is fantastic. It like I don't even know how to describe it. It's so good. The visuals of it, the fighting style, you start off kind of weak and I'm not very I'm not like super far into it, but you start off kind of weak with just an axe that you can recall basically. But dude, like the story starts so you you enter the game and I'm saying this because literally this week was the first time I actually played it. You enter the game and it's a cutscene of basically I don't know, what's the God of Wars what's it Kratos's name? Kratos, yeah. Kratos is burying his or not burying, but lighting his wife on fire basically cuz she is past. Right? Oh, spoilers. I guess it's not a spoiler if it's the beginning of the game. No, it's it's not a spoiler. No. Um and then you like there's a kid there who is obviously Kratos and the, his wife's kid. Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe they are. Maybe. I I have not very far into the game. But um they dude, it's so funny. Every time once the cutscene's over, you can basically control the kid to like shoot arrows or do whatever, but you have to like go hunting with him for, for the first time. And he Kratos just calls him boy. Boy. Go boy. get that go get that wood, boy. I'm so gonna start, it's I'm gonna start doing that to my comedy. kids. No Manchester. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um but it's like it's fun. So you go hunting with the kid, you find a deer or whatever, and then all of a sudden you're fighting a boss and which wasn't that difficult. Then they go back to their cabin. And again, I'm not getting into spoilers here, but the like literally 12 minutes into the game, you're fighting this epic boss that he's smaller than you, but he's also kind of like a god. Mm. And it is a fight for your life because you, I, I didn't quite understand the controls and stuff at yeah. that point. Right. I literally played the game for 12 minutes, but you just figure it out in that fight. And to, I'm telling you, man. It is so entertaining. Hmm. It's so fun. God, this game is like repeatedly drawing me away from all the other games because I really want to play it. I'm telling you. Well, just wait for a little bit. I'll I'll let you know if it turns out. But I'm Pickle Matt, J Nick in the chat. They're all saying it's per- basically perfection. Best hey, game I, ever. I know Pickle Matt says that's his favorite game ever. So yeah, it, dude. I'm. I'm having a great time. I have to just like we're talking about time sharing. Yeah, we have a lot of games going on. So I had to like timeshare and play when I could. So I didn't get as far into it as I wanted. But so far, dude, it it is phenomenal. Nice. Cool. Um, The other two Lost Ark Destiny, just like you said, Lost Ark, I'm doing endgame stuff. I'm. Uh yeah, like I talked about honing and raiding and honing and raiding. Um but we'll, Are you still, we'll is it still fun? Like the I I'm having a great time with it. Yeah. I really am. Um I have no qualms. I I'll spend the time. I spent a long a long time of my life playing WoW like we talked about and yeah. uh this is way better. Uh, the, as far uh, as gear pro- gear progression. The systems are so confusing to me like all the engraving and stuff i just really don't know how any of that works yet but yeah it it takes a little bit you they give you quests to kind of explain it so it's not as terrible as you would think 
Um, and then Destiny, I think I am 1544 mm-hmm. now, light level. So I'm ready to raid. Um, Let's looking go. Looking forward to it as soon as we get, you know, six people together. <laughs> yeah. One of these days. Nice, dude. Yeah. Well, glad you got some good gaming time in with your busy week. Um, I did, actually. I, I'll be honest, it was all on Tuesday. So okay. Tuesday, I was like off. I was like off work. I didn't fly. So I like played Lost Ark for the first two hours of the day and then went to God of War for two hours, Elden Ring for two hours, Destiny for two hours. So <laughs> he's on a schedule. Was a, he's like, all right, guys, it I was gotta a, log off. Yeah, it was a long day <laughs> gaming, but I got a bunch of games in and it was fun. I had a, I had a good time. Awesome, dude. Cool. Yeah, I had a great time as well. Uh, I was kind of definitely under the weather, but um, we we got in there. Got in the realms. Love that. Cool, man. That's kind of going to bring us to the end. Uh, If you guys liked what you heard, we we gave this little spiel already, but uh, send us an email. Give us your thoughts. OMGpodcastgg at gmail.com. We definitely love to hear from you. Give us a topic that we can talk about. We've had some uh, user submitted topics and we'll get into it. Everything you need to know about what you want to hear. With that, dude, I'll go around the room, this virtual room that we're in. You got anything else you want to hit the the fans up with oh dude i'm i'm good like i said i'm i'm ready for bed tell you that yeah i bet cool you can also find us at uh omg underscore podcast gg on twitter and instagram and myself twitch.tv slash the stroke and swift over there at twitch.tv slash swiftmeta and find our episodes on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever else you find your podcasts with that, we will uh, leave you with uh, just an idea of, uh, you know, never stop playing. Just enjoy your passion and uh, do it healthily, as we talked about in this, uh, in this episode. And we'll uh, see you guys next week. I'll see you next week, Swift. All right. See you, buddy. See ya. You've been listening to the One More Game Podcast. Designed for adults who play video games. Adults who play video games who constantly get nagged about it. Nag, nag, nag. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Find the One More Game podcast where you get your podcasts. Hit us up on Instagram at OMGPodcastGG and on Twitter at OMG underscore PodcastGG. Until next time, they'll keep nagging and we'll keep playing. See you next time on the One More Game podcast.